Hey y'all, Illidan here with a quick message. We realized episodes 1 through 12 had some rough audio and tech issues, and I tried to edit it all out, but it didn't quite meet our standards. So what we're going to do is we're going to be re-recording some of the topics in later episodes that inevitably will have more ideas and different content still pertinent to the original topic. So as you listen to these older episodes, we humbly ask for your patience as we press on and strive to bring you better content each week. If you'd like to continue hearing uh, the original episode, keep listening. If not, look for the topic name in our episode list in our new episodes, where we've learned to fix some of those issues. We hope you enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, days and thems, goblins and paladins all. This is the eighth episode where we, the story weavers, help you as players and dungeon masters, new, old, and aspiring, with questions and ideas for your next tabletop role-playing game. Welcome to This Dungeon is Occupied podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Illidine, and as always, I'm here with Thorn and Robbie. Hola. Hello. And uh, today, guys, the topic is character creation. Uh, for the listeners, we are going to create a character on the fly between the three of us. Uh, we came into it cold. The only thing we know is we're creating a character. Um, so what I was going to do is kind of do a, a fast character of just class and race so that we're not arguing about it. Uh, or we can argue about it, as Robbie suggested. Whoa. So, <laughs> well, well, I would like to point oh, out to listening. I would like to point out for everyone listening that I am not cold. I am quite warm right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Understand. <laughs> so, so I mean, what we could do is challenge ourselves and create the baddest of badass humans that ever did see tabletop role-playing games. <laughs> Considering all three of us legitimately hate creating humans. <laughs> I guess we can if we're creating humans. I just... Why can't we be like a hobgoblin or like a bugbear or... Or a goliath. Or a trident. Or a goliath. Goliath is fun. Fine, but we can make a human. Let's make a human. Let's call him Human Von. I want to make a human. I, I literally do not want to make a human. Anything but a human. Okay, human variant. <laughs> oh, oh. Got him. Yeah, <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could, like, I, I, it's nothing, we've talked about it before. I don't have anything against all the, ra- like, the original races from, like, D&D, but no one ever wants to play them. No one wants to play a human because it's a it's a role playing game already human. True. Exactly. So why would you want to make a human? Nobody wants to hear that shit. Because you can make a human better than yourself, I suppose. I, I mean, you know, you could play somebody you're not. You know, like my name's Illidine, but my my character's name is Todd, and I make a total Todd character. <laughs> Nobody wants to be a Todd. Sorry for all the Todds out there. I almost said Chad, but <laughs> but Chad would have to have like a a nobility background <laughs> just for the entitlement. <laughs> okay, let's, let's start this way. Let, what alignment do we want? Well, I mean, I think we could just go neutral because that's that's an easy one for like listeners and stuff. We don't have to go like straight good or evil. That's that is true. And the and the whole time we're building this, I am going to be typing on this. <laughs> oh, so if I talk really fast, I could really mess you up. Got it. You could try. I'm <laughs> pretty good. I'm doing really badly right now. I'm letting you know. <laughs> we're just gonna, you know, Thorn and, and I are gonna ask a question, and we're just gonna hear. Once I get. Um. So I like. With any good character, it begins with a concept, I guess. And, like, we're going to start with a race and a class. But, like, I don't know. Like, if we're playing, like, a neutral thing. I'm going to call it neutral thing. Neutral thing. Got it. Um, I usually don't do names until I've created the character completely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Neutral thing's a placeholder. I would never name someone neutral thing. I absolutely would. But that's <laughs> Um, I mean... We could, we, I'll meet you halfway with the human thing. We could do a half elf. 
We could do a half elf. Half elves are fun. Half elf. Thorn. Thorn. Let's go. Let's go completely off book and do a half dwarf. A half dwarf's a good a good option as well. Okay, I'm down for a half orc. Half orc, half orc human. Um, half orc humans get plus one strength, plus one constitution, dark vision, menacing, relentless endurance, and savage attack. So I mean, hey. And an increase in strength by two and a constitution score by one. So once we get to scores. Unless we want to do this, uh, unless your your table is playing with the Tasha rules variants, um, we could. Oh, that's totally- true remake the origin of the character adding in whatever um ability score bonuses you want removing their proficiencies and creating their own their their own origin look at you being all prepared mm-hmm. but i think i think we should like not do tasha's just for the sake of simplicity because then we start getting into like the potential of min maxing on accident <laughs> because we're like no i really like this side of of tasha's but i like this side of the original and then we start arguing about that stuff instead of actually creating a character that's very true but i think it was i honestly think the whole tasha's like uh variance to the origin, i love it yeah it is it's great i think it was created for people who are like oh i'm a dwarf that was raised by orcs yeah i'm a gnome that was raised by dragonborn and like you have oh guaranteed like you have half traits yeah like yeah i even like the sidekick part of it i do like the sidekick yeah that's pretty cool we actually played uh some sidekicks in a forest campaign uh from the first episode yeah i had a great sidekick and i've only used them once yeah i know yeah (laughs) especially like because uh, I have, or uh, I have a, we have two characters and one sidekick in his campaign, and we we used the original characters that we made like twice maybe, and then we did like this, okay, and then we did like this this cool like noir theme for the campaign for a while, and then there were sidekicks involved, and now I'm a Luxodon and I haven't been able to play my my other character my like half blood origin vamp thing that i made because <laughs> i don't my first character was the minotaur but i really dig sunny the, the little gnome fighter yeah he's trying to play i i well i mean i dug uh malik was the my first character because it was like a sorcerer with a, a vampiric origin um it was like a I forget what subclass i chose but I made him like have blood of, of a vampire, but he wasn't half vampire or full vampire or anything like that. And it was fun. And uh, Forrest like laid a, a nice hook uh, for a plot line into Malik's backstory. And then he was like, hey, let's change, uh, let's change arcs and go somewhere else. I was like, mother. <laughs> and we just haven't used him since. Nope, not at all. <laughs> so god damn it forest when you hear this <laughs> i know you listen <laughs> um we digress uh so half orc um we can use just the 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 standard quote unquote uh original build portion uh which now, let's let's talk about this let's talk about the the you know, the point build versus rolls. Okay. I hate point by Robbie I and I are on. The, uh, okay. So we're all three on the same page. It has, it has its moments. You can, you can work with it really great. Um, and uh, the point by and the standard array to me, um, I like them for, uh, for newer players. Uh, for sure. So if you're a listener and you're a new new story weaver and you have a, a whole table of brand new players and no veterans at all, definitely point by or standard array. Probably standard array is better. Um, and you can for standard array, you can choose whether it's a normal standard array or the heroic standard array that they have. Um, but it, it helps with um, balancing somewhat with roll uh, with rolling you have to balance your character yourself. And so if you aren't that great at it, you end up with terrible dump stats at the end of your character. And you're like, well, I, I can do a thing. I can't do anything else, but I can do a thing. <laughs> that's, that's, 
point by is where you end up with your dumb stats because I, I hate point by um i knew a guy once who did point by um in, in a game and he was um like don't get me wrong his character play his role play was really great to like his character's weakness weaknesses mm-hmm. which were a lot of them and um he uh he i was like there's no way your stats are that terrible and like i looked at it and he had thrown all of his point by stats like dumped spent all his points on like two stats yeah everything else like really weak and i was like what did you do and he's like well i was just making a character that like was really good at these two things and i was like okay yeah he's super strong but he's like dumber than a rock like there's there's rock intelligence and then there's you (laughs) like just roll your character (laughs) yeah yeah and i mean with rolling it's a little more randomized which is why i usually say like it's better for veterans but new players can do it too as long as there's somebody that kind of knows how to balance a little bit or there's a a generous dm who uh allows for re-rolling certain numbers like if you roll ones you can re-roll ones and stuff like that um but uh i i my preferred process is rolling the 46 drop the lowest yeah i'm the same way and and i will like if the guy rolls like a six and that's, you know, taking the three and dropping one, I'll let him re-roll a stick. Yeah. Because that, that's ridiculous. Right. But what they have to say about the point buy is it will make, and, and I've never seen anybody do anything but this, they make stupid plays. Yes. Stupid characters. That's all they ever do because nobody ever wants their their strength to be a five. Except for Robbie and I. I, I like, we, sometimes we have dump-steaded, um, a strength or a constitution for a more intelligent player or i mean a more intelligent uh character simply because we we like that role play heavy you know if i ask the dm a history question and i roll a one and it's a negative four because of my modifier i'm not happy (laughs) that's fair when i'm role playing most dms take my role play as the charisma yeah that's true. I my dumb stats intelligence. I, I like You prefer wisdom over intelligence? No, I prefer intelligence over wisdom. Wait, you said that weird. Your dumb stat is intelligence. Yeah, where I put all my stats in. I usually put like a really big number in there. Oh, oh. see, we, we call it different because dump stat is usually the lowest stat. It's the it's the trash stat. (laughs) Okay, dump stat with like you know like dumping all of my. Okay, that's fair. I was confused. I'm. (laughs) Uh, We were on the same page. Robbie's just off on his own. Okay. Well then, here we are. (laughs) The betrayal. So you prefer intelligence? I prefer intelligence over wisdom. Robbie, would you would you do us the honor of rolling the stats for this? I will. Now, here's here's the question, though. Do we want... How, how do you guys usually do a character? Do you roll your stats first and then build your character around the stats? Or do you build your character and put the stats around the character? Well, I mean, I usually start with a, with a character concept first before I build my character up. So it's usually like, oh, it's... Uh, Gloria like Goldwing and she was like born in like a village and her mom like hit her because she was half work and so she was like shunned or something and they tried to kill her and then she grew up okay. as a You just carry one after child abuse, so Yeah. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I was just, just So trigger warning, um <laughs> racism and child abuse apparently. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Just <laughs> went into it, man. You want to think of a concept. So you want to think of a concept first, right? Yeah. That's what I do, yeah. Usually what I do too. So we have a half orc. Was he raised by orcs or humans? Okay, so for, for is it a he sheer event? Oh, that's true. Well, um, you know what? Actually, I liked the uh, the 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 Gloria. Uh, we could go with a female half orc. That I'm okay with that because Robbie came up with a pretty nice name. Gloria. Yeah, that's my name. Um. Now the thing with half orcs that I always have issue with 
is a lot of times people play entirely too heavy into the racist racism thing of like you know humans hate orcs elf hates orcs um and you know the only good orc is a dead orc type stuff um let's say she was raised by humans and loved her whole life okay i like that oh that's good so that would mean if she loved her whole life um we could make her a um i mean uh she could be like uh i don't know like a plaintiff a plaintiff <laughs> i have a i have a, okay, so a plaintiff background right here in front of me let's put it this way let's say mom and dad are married uh-huh. uh dad's an orc mom's a mom's human okay okay uh let's say uh dad is a retired adventurer uh, mom was a a bar wench that he fell in love with. I like it. Okay. Classic. That works. Okay. So this this child was raised, of course, in and out of the bar at the pub. Yeah. Uh, because after dad retired, he bought it. Hmm. So dad and mom own a pub in a medium-sized city. Uh, no, let's make it a small town. Let's make it a small town, and everybody basically helps raise this this half orc female. Oh, that works. That works. Okay. The yeah. Whole town yeah, it takes a village. Yeah, takes a village. How's that? Yeah, that works. That works. That works. That works. And listeners, that that's that's how easy it can be. Just think about, you know, we we thought about a stereotypical. Half orchated by everybody and just flip it on a tent. That works. I like it. Mm. Okay, no, I'm raised by. Tight, Robbie. I'm going. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going. You're good. So, with that, what class are we thinking? So, okay, so she was raised in this tavern, basically. Um, so not necessarily, I wouldn't say that she's a very religious type. Um, with, an, with an adventurer as a retired father, um, who was, we're saying that he was a full orc, I'm assuming. Um, so he could yep. have been, he could have been a barbarian. He could have been a, a ranger or a druid. How about a fighter? A fighter, I like it. Okay, so he was a fighter. So, I mean, clearly he would have taught, I mean, as a father myself, I would definitely have taught my daughter how to fight. So we could choose between fighter or maybe if we make her a younger character, we could make her a barbarian because uh, half orcs uh, mature uh, faster than humans. So they actually reach adulthood at 14. So how we could- ranger? Sorry. How about a what? A ranger. A ranger? A ranger yeah. Or hear me out on this. So her dad was a fighter, right? Mm -hmm. Her mom, her mom was a druid who practice who practices like nature magic and okay. being like one with the earth and whatnot. And so she gets like those two conflicting ideals coming. Like her dad's like a fighter and her mom's like super zen all the time. And so um that uh could make her a no a number of things we could make her a fighter of uh with magic we could make her a um a druid with a more of a fighting option or i mean we could make her a ranger but why would we want to torture her like that <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but i mean i i'm thinking about it now ranger might be a good option yeah and we could do um like uh oh god what is it called um the explorer background or um uh there's there is one for rangers specifically that you're you're an explorer i should have pulled i should have brought out my my there's book a bar traveler bar traveler that's the one she could also be a folk hero considering um well, I don't think that she would be a folk hero. I think her dad might be, which could also cause drama. 
Yeah. All right. Now let's let let's let that sit. Although she was loved, that she rebelled because, like you said, the orcs they reach maturity at fourteen. So would she rebel? That's why I was thinking, like, uh, I mean, I, we could stick with Ranger, but I was also thinking Barbarian just because Adolescent Rage made me laugh in my head. Um. <laughs> or her... Um, I like her it, who would be, like, her mentor? Well, her mom's, maybe her mom's, like, innate connection to magic. She was born with, uh, she has an innate sense for magic, so she could be a sorcerer. What about a rogue? See, there's there's so many things like it. I mean, if if she's rebelling, she could be uh, a rogue, or she could be a ragey barbarian. Uh, and we could do we could even do Tasha's uh, wild magic barbarians, and that ties in the druid. Okay, if her mom's a druid, I I like the wild magic barbarian. Yeah, wild magic barbarians, like really cool. All right, adding wild magic. Okay, wild magic barbarian. All right. Um, well, so as a level one barbarian, she does not get her wild magic stasis yet. So are we going to have her a higher level than one? No, we, I mean, we could uh, we could either do level one or we could do level three. Because I know we advocate for starting at least at level three most of the time. Yeah, level three. Is yeah. Okay, so let's make a level three character then. All right, path of the wild magic. Gives her wild surge, magical awareness. Um, since she was uh, born with a um, with a a sense for nature and um, her father's fighting abilities, we can give her proficiency in athletics and um, survival. I like it. Yeah, that works definitely. Definitely. Um, we also have Tasha's optional um feature size here, which we don't have to get into, but I'm just reminding everybody that there's optional feature points for um. For uh, classes, but yes. Which, if I was building a character, I would probably do that because I really like Tasha's extra features. And, and it, we've come to, to, to notice that we all three really push for even new new story weavers to get Tasha. Tasha's amazing. Tasha's yeah. Amazing. Oh, that that sound you hear is me rolling dice. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I, I thought it was just you squelching some corpse in the background. No, no big yeah. deal. Um, I'm I'm rolling. Oh, it's not there. <laughs> what is that? Don't mind the hammer in this person's skull. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, do you want me to re-roll the stats, or do you want me to just use the the one that I got right now? Well, I mean, did you get terrible stats? <laughs> uh, no. I have a ten. Um, I rolled a five, four, one, and one. I dropped the one. Um, I got a thirteen, a fifteen, a fourteen, a nine, and a seventeen. Oh, so that's not bad at all. Not bad at all. So we can keep those. Um. Yeah, oral spray. Let's Sorry. see. Um. <clears throat> So tell me those you said uh there was a seventeen, there was a nine, a fourteen, fourteen, a fifteen, fifteen, a thirteen, thirteen, and a ten. A ten. Okay, so what do we want her dump stat to be? What do we want her nine to be? This this is gonna absolutely um charisma. shape uh, yeah, okay, we could do charisma because that's gonna shape the 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 RP uh tremendously. Um and so that makes her that's part of the adolescent ragey stuff. She's not very charismatic. She doesn't know really how to talk in society. Yeah. And she's been coddled. And so she's been coddled and loved and doesn't... <laughs> love her still. Yeah. She's a little bit of a brat, but she's also, like, really capable because... Yeah, we're going to give her the, the 17 in strength because she's a barbarian. That just kind of... That's how it works. Um... Spellcasting ability. Wisdom? Uh, constitution. Because she's a. Uh, she yeah, constitution. So, yeah, that would be the 15, then, right? Yes, her 15. 
she um she realized that uh, she inherited a lot of her father's features um like a bigger orcish build um she's got like her mom's like eyes and ears and like her tusks are a little smaller but like she's got that like that ready for war like orcish build that's really popular with all the orc folk okay i think her wisdom should be 10 just because of the fact that we're we're making her in you know 14 as as the adulthood so i mean if we make her 14 or 15 She's not very wise. She's been coddled in the tavern. Sure. I totally think her dexterity should be 13. And okay. I like that. And then we're her intelligence 14? Yes. Okay. But that's only because I feel like even though she's adolescent and she's quick to like anger, she still does have all that training. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's not dumb by any means. Right, cool. No, definitely don't make her dumb. Don't don't make her ten intelligence. Do her intelligence is like a well, her intel- We we put the wisdom in, uh, as the ten, and the intelligence is fourteen. So okay. so from so from the top we have strength is seventeen, constitution is fifteen, dexterity is thirteen, uh, wisdom ten, intelligence fourteen, and charisma nine. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, it works. Okay, and then we're making her true, uh, true neutral alignment. Yep. True yeah. Neutral. Okay. My favorite. Yeah. Uh, she does gain a proficiency in intimidation as well for being a half orc. Yes, that's already been added to. Okay. Um. Did we want to make her? Were we gonna make her a um, a like a. Where was, what was the one we said? The damn it, where'd it go? Far traveler. Yeah, the far traveler. I mean, so we're like, what's her call to action? Like, is she like, is she? Um, I think she wants to leave her family. Like, she did like not necessarily leave her family, but like, she wants to leave the tavern. She wants to, you know, she's heard all these stories from from dad about his adventures with his old party and. You know, uh, maybe, ooh, maybe she wants to get the band back together. Maybe she wants to get to, to go and find all of her dad's old party members. Um, I like that. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. Like, she, she wants to get, like, the old glory. She wants the glory her dad had. Yeah. And she wants to get his old partners to to help her and maybe try to get him out of the bar. Yeah. Because she's a straight daddy's girl, right? I like that. I like That's good. So that would so that makes her the far traveler, and we can do so. The reason could be either, um, either pilgrim or wanderer for for that. There we go. <laughs> I think wanderer. I think Wanderer would be good too. And let's see. So here's um, Thorn. If you can look up uh, the background Far Traveler on Five E, or if you have your book with you, um, we can look at the charts for um, the personality traits, ideals, bonds, and flaws. That way, I don't have to read them all. Regular is that in um, that's actually in the Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide, so you can look up, uh, go to D&D Wiki or Wiki. Dot. Well, I mean, we could choose her personality, or we could write them in. We could write them in, but uh, I think for like um, ease and uh, for showing the listeners a quick and easy way to create a character, we can do like the ones that are here. Um, and we can pick and choose. I mean, like, you know, so uh, some of the shorter personality traits that I'm, I'm reading here, you know, she's got a strong coat of armor, uh, honor or sense of propriety that others don't comprehend. She expresses affection and contempt in ways that are unfamiliar to others. I honor my deities. That one's not good. Uh, I begin and end my day with small traditional rituals. Um, um, insults are my weapon of choice. Say again? Sarcasm and insults are my weapon of choice. I like that one. 
that one that was cute. Um, she gets two personalities. That's because that's all of us. <laughs> that is. Um, but before we move on to that, um, what's going to be her musical instrument or gaming set this time traveling? So I think uh, since okay, dad was an adventurer, right? Uh, mom was a druid, and she lives in a tavern. She gets a gaming set of dice. That's what I was going to say. Dice. Oh, dice. Because, I mean, what better game to play in a tavern than to bet on some dice? <laughs> I'd say, like, like, her dad taught her dice on the side. Like, mom wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe even gave her uh, her first set of dice was his old set of dice. Ooh. Oh. So, okay. Dad gave her um, his, his old set of dice. And that was the way that he shared um, his stories of his adventures when he was taking her aside and teaching her this game of dice, kind of su- somewhat in secret from mom. He would tell her stories and how he would always use this dice uh, to mess with his party members or to you know gain information or money from people on his adventures. And this was the dice that he always carried. It was his lucky set of dice. Oh, and that's how she can prove to his friends. Exactly. Oh, that works too. The dice probably have like the symbol of his like adventuring party on them. Yeah, like, like the six probably has either the adventure party's uh, signature logo or coat of arms, or maybe it's something that was, you know, noticeable for him. Uh, well, we could, you know, we could even go into backstory for dad, but that would, <laughs> we would digress once again. We would be here for a while. Um, um, so what did you want me to look up about the, the far, the far seer thing? The, a far traveler, uh, the background far traveler, um, and then just scroll down to the, uh, the traits, ideals, bonds, and flaws so that we can okay. look at those together. Uh, but she also gets, uh, so she gets proficiency in insight and perception. I'm sure that you already re- typed that out, Robbie. But she gets another language of choice. She already speaks common and orcish because of her racial traits. And so hear me out on this one. Her mom, uh, since her dad taught her dice, her mom taught her uh, Sylvan. Since her mom's a druid, she would have encountered like a great many, like, either um, she would encounter a lot of, like, wood elves or gnomes like that like would li- that when when she was attuned with like nature and everything so mm-hmm. i think the mom mm-hmm. would her sylvan i like sylvan i'm good with that Thorn. <laughs> okay uh and then we get um one set of traveler's clothes of course uh her gaming set of dice that she's proficient with She gets a poorly rotten map uh, from her homeland that depicts where she is. A small piece of jewelry worth 10 gold in the style of your homeland's craftsmanship and a pouch containing five gold. Yep. Um, She uh, also um, gets either a, a simple... A simple weapon, or two hand axes, or a great axe, or a martial weapon? I think it should absolutely be a martial weapon. Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be stolen from her dad, although I like that story a lot. Um, But... I like that. I like taking dad's sword, yeah. He totally stored his, like, great axe or great sword. I don't know. Like, it's... I mean, he's an orc. He's, you know, he's a fighter. Um, he might have had a great weapon master as a, a feat as a fighter. Yeah. So I would say that he had, you know, his his whatever, his regular uh, great axe in a closet or in a trunk with the rest of his adventuring gear. How about this? How about this? Like you said, she, we said that she's like a little rebellious. Mm-hmm. What about she had an argument with her, both her mom and her dad that she wanted to leave. They didn't want her to. So once everything settled down, she took the great axe, the great sword, whatever, and left in the middle of the night. A la Mulan. A la Mulan. <laughs> exactly. Don't copyright. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to edit that out. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, but, YouTube. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, no, I definitely like that idea. She got into an argument and she just, you know, she was like, you know what? I'm leaving. And she just opens up dad's trunk. Um, dad had already given her the dice as a, um, as some kind of like loving hand-me-down. Um, but uh, she takes the great axe, uh, maybe, maybe takes a little, little something extra. Um, I don't know. We can say she took some gold or she took some, uh, some kind of heirloom or something um and just left maybe maybe his old map because the far traveler gets an old map so maybe she steals the old map as well as the the great axe that's true um she uh, probably took two small hand axes as well like just took like his two hand axes i think she would already have had hand axes i mean she she was taught to fight so she would already have those but she didn't have a great axe because there was no real reason to have such a like a, a war uh war centered weapon you know hand axes i mean that's you know dad told her to go out and chop some firewood what about a war pit Um, well, she gets she gets one like main martial weapon, and a war pick would would take that slot other than the great axe. So we could totally stick to that. We could, yeah, we could do a pickaxe. I'm good with that. War picks are kind of amazing. I love them. I always have. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're unique. Not a lot of people use them, uh, but it's they're kind of wicked when you think about it. Oh yeah, I mean historically they were like nightmares for people <laughs> right next to the right next to the flail like this <laughs> we'll pick oh, yeah. it's the strength if she has the strength to use it i mean it punctures any armor so it's definitely just or it. just dents the helmet around the skull if she uses the hammer side like it's just it's a it's a gross weapon man <laughs> it and I, I do recommend that, that new story weavers, you know, you look at these weapons and, and Google them. Look them up. See what they actually do. Some For sure. Intense and nasty. Yeah. The Warhammer gets a bad rap, but that thing will just mess a person up. And you know what? Now that you brought up the Warhammer, you can absolutely have fun with it. Uh, in, Forest, in Forest Campaign, my Luxodon... His warhammer is a gigantic tree trunk with the roots wrapped around a rock, but it's still, uh, you know, we didn't change anything mechanically. But you know, he's a giant elephant. He needs a giant warhammer. <laughs> That's true. Oh, um, is she? Uh, what's her life? I'm, I'm guessing coming from a like a small, small village, like um, she probably has like a modest lifestyle. Which would give her like an extra gold piece. Yeah, I mean, not a whole lot. She's definitely not rich by any means. The tavern probably barely, you know, meets the black um, every year. So that's true. Um, so so do you want to go over these ideals and stuff? Yeah. I mean, we gave okay, her so... some insults or weapons of choice as just one of her personality traits. <laughs> personality traits like to fit the story we've come up with it has six and you can roll a d6 and randomize it if you don't want to come up with your own backstory uh, there's only a few that really fit I like the uh, I have a strong code of honor or sense of propriety that others don't comprehend yeah because dad probably taught some things. I mean, so could have mom too about nature yeah. for sure. And uh, I mean, the only other one that I really thought that fit is I express affection or contempt in ways that are unfamiliar to others. That definitely works for the orcish side of her. I mean, I thought so. yeah. Well, let's see. Added that. Perfect. And then, uh, so for ideals, well, I mean, you have everything is new, but I have a thirst to learn, which I mean, she's been sheltered, yeah, 
and it's also the neutral ideal. So for the listeners, uh, if you guys haven't, if you're brand new and you haven't even opened the book yet, uh, when you're creating a character, they usually subclasses and uh, backgrounds have a chart of ideals. Like Thorne was saying, you can roll a d6 and kind of get whatever you want. And that's one way of creating the concept. You know, we, we created the concept ourselves and just are fitting these ideals and traits to the story, but you could do it the opposite way and just completely randomize it, um, which we've done in a campaign with Raven, and it's fun. Um, but you look at all these these ideals; they always have a alignment, a suggested alignment next to it: good, chaotic, lawful, evil, neutral, or any. So we're obviously we go ahead. Um, number adventure, the chaotic ideal is i'm far from home and everything is strange and wonderful i mean both of those work even the suspicious one would work too i must be careful for i have no way of telling friends from foe here she's leaving on her own and she's trying to search for her friends friend uh her father's friends but that doesn't make them her friends necessarily that's true but would she i feel like since she's coming from a small village um, there is a sort of like she's smart, but there's like a, a sense of naivete to like everything sure. because um, she is like this is new new territory. Like she's yeah, like, she's a small town girl living in a lonely world. Yeah, actually. Um, so I don't know if she'd be suspicious of them. More like she her her dad's stories would shape what she would think meeting them would be like. Oh, for sure. I absolutely think that at least one of the friends. If I was if I was DMing this character, I would absolutely have one of the friends just completely loathe her father for whatever reason. And oh yeah, want to take advantage of her. Yeah, like get her to do something for money, get her to do an uh, an adventure, a dungeon crawl, whatever for money. Yeah. Or even if it's like the father's rogue friend of the party, you know, maybe he insulted him or something one too many times. And so now the rogue's like, oh, you're his daughter? Like, hey, I've got this favor I need. So there's this rich guy in this house <laughs> and just describes this like bedlam uh, breaking and entering mission side quest. But that's for that's for the story weaver to decide. <laughs> the thing with the is really any of them work. True. It's what works best for you. Right. You have to make that decision whether you're going to, you know, play it a certain way. Because even the lawful, as someone new to these strange lands, I'm probably respectful that works. Yeah. Even though I may have other ways, neither do they know mine. That works. Yeah. And, you know, there's nothing, uh, I don't think that there's any rules that say that you can only have one ideal. Because usually when I make my character, I look at the chart and I pick maybe one or two, especially like if I, if I don't pick true neutral as my alignment, um, I'm usually like neutral good or chaotic good, stuff like that. And so I will pick both of those ideals, the chaotic one and the good one, and use those to kind of help with my, uh, my getting into character which was episode five, I believe, if you guys want to listen to that. And there's nothing wrong with making up your own idea. Exactly. Which I do quite often. Oh, yeah, we usually do. I, I think that, you know, just for the sake of uh, ease and, and the podcast, we're kind of looking at these charts. But, I mean, you can, you can make your idea whatever you want. You can even, if you're having trouble thinking of ideals, I have literally Googled a, you know, top 100 ideals for tabletop role-playing games. It doesn't necessarily have to be D&D. And there's some really good ones if you just have a, a little bit of time to go down the, the Reddit rabbit hole. <laughs> sure. Oh, uh, the, um, so she, she travels, she's traveling to go meet her her dad's companions and um what, what ideal did we decide on adventure or suspicious or inquisitive? uh inquisitive that's the one that we like the most because especially with the uh, i have a thirst to learn 
like she could go up to these father's friends uh, and ask them to teach them a little bit, you know, because especially uh, more recently uh, for D&D, there has been a big push for downtime uh, actions and, and events. And so <laughs> if the party, if you're, if you're a new player and your DM, you know, says that you, you guys have this like overarching goal, obviously, but there's a lot of downtime, you know, traveling between uh, uh between towns if you don't have teleport yet or not especially at level three you definitely don't so anytime that you have a long distance traveling to make the travel fun it can be encounters or it could be you know hey my character reads this book for two days or uh re you know asks one of the party members to uh to teach them a new skill and uh, both the DMG and Tasha's have different downtime charts and uh, suggested time frames for things to learn. You know, like a, a new language usually takes like two months or something like that um, that you have to to really work on. So that's that's something that can make things a little bit more fun, and you can add a little more flair to to characters. Exactly. Um, I'm always the random roles too. Just the random travel roles, they they make it interesting, and you can get some encounters that you wouldn't have otherwise. Right, it's true. And the um, I I mean I prefer Tasha's. I keep I keep plugging Tasha's because uh, I like I like how updated Tasha's like an update for the player's handbook. It's like oh hey, here's your original, and here's yeah. all the stuff you can do. <laughs> there you go. Mm hmm. So I, I really like the downtime that Tasha's offers um, as opposed to the, the original player's handbook. But again, you're a story, if you're a story weaver, you can always just create your own uh, downtime. Yeah, it's, it's up to you. Yeah. It's, and of course, our, our number one rule, aside from have fun, is steal everything. Just, just steal it. Because there's a lot of uh, Reddit stuff. There's a lot of, um, if you look at DMs Guild, there's plenty of free... Uh, PDFs of different um, uh, downtime activities or even uh, races and creatures and things like that. I mean, you can steal damn near everything. Um, and uh, and I always I always like to donate a little bit to the DM who, who created the stuff, but you don't necessarily have to. They specifically put it for free and, you know, they have the little button that says pay what you want. And if it's zero dollars, then okay, it's zero dollars. They expect that. Um, but Buy them a coffee every once in a while and uh, show them you appreciate it, or at least give them some feedback. And they all appreciate it. They yes. <laughs> as much as we do, please give us feedback. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, if you find it boring, let us know. We won't change, but. <laughs> yeah, if, if you. Uh, say again? If we decide on an ideal? Yeah, the uh, um, inquisitive. Everything is okay. new, but I have a thirst to learn. What about Bond? So I was looking at actually number one because she she got this gift of Dad's old dice set, and number one Bond is so long as I have this token from my homeland, I can face any adversity in this strange land. You can reskin that to you know as long as I have my Dad's dice, I I can get through this. Like this is this is my talisman or lucky charm because it was Dad's lucky charm. So that could what be. About this, what about number five or number four? I mean, number four. I she rebelled so much against her parents. All she wants is freedom. Yeah. So number four for the listeners is my freedom is my most precious possession. I'll never let anyone take it from me. Uh, oh, sorry. That 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 could uh, that could work. Uh, I like that one too, um, especially since depending on the the DM or story weaver. Um, she could have some interesting role play uh, encounters um, that she kind of fights somebody against whatever they want her to do. You know, if if they're trying to conform her to whatever town rules there are, and she's like, "No, fuck you." <laughs> exactly. But hear me out on this one. Um, what about the one under that? I'm fascinated by the beauty and wonder of this new land because she is a she is a fish out of water. Hmm. Yeah. 
So all three of those work because she, he's saying because she's sheltered, because she was sheltered, all of this stuff is is new and and wonderful. Um, but I I have to play devil's advocate. Uh, the first time that I ever left uh, my hometown and went to a new place that wasn't something that I was used to, it was not wonderful. It was not fucking beautiful. And I hated everything about it. <laughs> uh, uh, but I have to play devil's advocate with that one because when I left my hometown and everything... Okay, listen, you grew up in a dirt town, though. <laughs> you know, I did. But, like, hear me out on that. <laughs> okay, so let's put it like this. Let's do a D6. Okay, let's roll the D6 for it. All right, I so, got it right here. Wait, you guys don't roll anything. I got the randomizer right here. Okay. Okay. Got all six one, ideals. Okay. All six points. One, it's one, two, uh, where is it? Four. And five. No. Yeah. That's two. One, two is one. Two, three is four. Five, six is five. All right, drum roll. Um, and it's number one. Hey! Who's the winner? Yeah. So long as I have this token from my homeland, I can face any adversary in this strange land. Okay, so it's the it's the set of dice. And so, listeners, randomizing like that is okay. Mm-hmm. And if you want, if you'd like several things, you have to decide on one. Use a die roll, flip a coin, do something, make the decision. Don't constantly worry about it, worry about it, worry about it. Just make the decision. Make it random, and it's fine. And another thing that you can do that I've done a couple of times is if I like three or four and I don't specifically want to pick three or four, I write them down, and then I go to my session zero with my DM and my other party members, and I say, hey, guys, like I, I've got this character concept. This is the stuff that you're allowed to know about my character because I usually put something secret from the party because it's fun. But this is the stuff you're allowed to know. What do you think about these bonds? And I have the I read out the bonds that that she has. Which one fits best? And you might get some crazy fucking idea from one of your buddies that you're like, "Fuck it, that's what I'm going with." <laughs> oh yeah, ask ask the people you're playing with your your storyteller, your story weaver, your your fellow players. Ask them because they might come up with something you haven't thought about. Definitely. 